Hello, everyone. Happy Friday and welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Cheer podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Rose, and virtually alongside me today is my co-host, Antoinette Phelps, who previously cheered at Notre Dame Prep and at Michigan State University. Antoinette, you know we're talking about MSU, and we have a very exciting interview coming up with five different ladies. Can you tell us about who your friends are that are going to be coming on? Yes, thank you, Jenna. I'm so excited. These are five of my favorite girls from Michigan State. We all cheered together at MSU. So we have Stephanie DeMarco coming on, and a special thank you to Stephanie. She is pregnant with twins and Uh is about to give birth any day. So a big thank you to Stephanie for taking the time out as she's trying to prepare for the twins to come. We have Ashley Kender. We have Marcy Vander Eich. We have Jenny Rose Stearns, and we have Chrissy Spar. So these are all girls I cheered with at State. And yeah, I'm just really excited to see them and talk with everyone. You know, everything's a little different now with COVID, but these are girls that I would typically be getting together with, maybe doing like a girls' night dinner, and that's just not happening this year. So it'll be really good to see everybody over Zoom. Previous to COVID, you guys were still in touch, still hanging out a lot? Yeah, so most of us are in Michigan. Ashley is actually living in Chicago right now. And um, people that, you know, listen to the show know that's where I used to live for 10 years as well. That's where I went after college. So Ashley and I lived together for quite a few years in Chicago. So we have a very special bond. Stephanie and Jenny Rose and I lived together at Michigan State. So we obviously have a very special bond. And Marcy and Chrissy live together at Michigan State. And when we go into the podcast, you'll hear all the other ways, you know, that everyone like Jenny and Marcy coached together and people were, we were in each other's weddings and at baby showers and at kids' first birthdays. So we have, you know, uh, this, this is definitely like a great group of friends and it's going to be fun to see and talk to them. Yeah, that's what I love about college athletics is that you build those friend groups and have that sisterhood that can carry on for years afterwards. And, you know, that's really cool to hear that you guys are all still in touch. Yeah, exactly. And I think it'll be fun to go down memory lane a little bit. And mm-hmm. and there's things that I don't really know about them and their cheer experience, too. So I think it'll be fun to hear some of their stories and their perspective and maybe the way they felt about tryouts. Maybe it was different than the way I felt about it. So I'm kind of curious to hear what their experience was through their own lens. Yeah, absolutely. So am I. So let's get to it. Do it. Okay, so the gang's all here. We're just going to jump right into it. And I think how we're going to start is just to have everyone introduce themselves individually and just give us a little bit of their cheerleading background. So I'll call each of you by name to get started. So first, we'll start with Stephanie DeMarco. Hi, I'm Stephanie DeMarco. I actually started as a gymnast when I was very young. And then I got into cheerleading when I got to middle school. And I started cheerleading in middle school in seventh grade. And then um, once I got to Rochester Adams, I cheered only during football seasons because I did gymnastics for Adams during the basketball season. And after that, I went to Michigan State. I had tried out when I was a senior and I made the white squad my freshman year. And then I did green squad, which is like their varsity team. I did that my sophomore year through my senior year. Then after that, I went on and did the Pistons for three years. Well, Stephanie, we're excited to have you on. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. All righty. And then up next is Ashley Kender. 
Yeah, hi. I, similar to Stephanie, I grew up sort of in a dance and gymnastics background. I started cheerleading in middle school, then went to high school and cheered all four years at uh, Swartz Creek High School near Flint. And then again, like Stephanie, I tried out my senior year in high school for the cheerleading team, made the white squad on my freshman year, and then was green squad my sophomore and junior year. Ashley, thank you for coming on. It seems like we've got a pattern here, green squad sophomore year. Up next is Marcy Vanderike. Hi guys, I'm Marcy Vanderike. So I started cheerleading in high school, cheered for I think all, what four years, and then in college, Michigan State with the girls. I actually tried out as a freshman and did not make it. So then tried out my sophomore year and then made it, made the white squad, and then um, was on green squad for three years because that was a five-year plan. Girl. All right. Well, that shows your determination, right? You're able to make it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. And then after that, I went on to also cheer on the Pistons stunt and tumble team with Stephanie and Antoinette as well and Chrissy. Man, do a lot of girls normally come out of MSU to go cheer for the Pistons or you guys just kind of got lucky with that? It was like a startup thing once we graduated. One of the guys that was an alumni for Michigan State had reached out. He I forget what it was even called before. Like they had that like cheer team that got the crowd going. Chrissy, you might remember what the thing, the team was called, but he organized the stunt and tumble team. So we were like, yeah, we just graduated. We're all about it. We missed cheerleading. So a few of us jumped in on it. No, I got you. That's exciting. I know we'll probably talk about it moving forward. So we still got a couple more left in the roster for today. So JR, what's up? Hi, I'm JR. I am, I think, the only one on the call not from Michigan. I actually grew up in the Cleveland area. I started cheerleading in middle school as well, cheered through middle school and high school. Like Stephanie, I actually only cheered for, for basketball season in high school because I was also a like on the flag corps in the band. So I did that during football, but shared basketball. My team in high school was not competitive. We did not stunt. <laughs> um, we were what was called a ground bound school. So I, we didn't stunt. We didn't tumble. I had none of those skills. We just did motions and yelled. So I had no plans to cheer in college. I actually went to Michigan State to be on the ice skating team, the synchronized ice skating team, and I didn't make it. <laughs> so I came from Ohio and went to an out-of-state school specifically to ice skate. It was a club sport, so you don't try out until you're at the school. And I was like, cool, I'm here to, here to ice skate. I'm not going to do that anymore. Now what am I going to do? And I happened to meet Antoinette, actually, my freshman year. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she's so cool. She's on the cheerleading team at Michigan State. Like, <laughs> I want to do that, but I could never do that. I couldn't tumble. And she was like, well, learn how to tumble. You should be on the, be on the cheerleading team. It's going to be so fun. You're totally going to make it. I was like, this is insane. So I went to try out, actually, with Antoinette my sophomore year, and I went to one tryout and kicked a guy, and he was down for the count, and I was like, yeah, I'm not coming back. I can't do this. I'm not doing it. (laughs) Antoinette was, like, super encouraging. She's like, you have to do it, JR. It's going to be so cool. We're going to meet cheerleaders together at Michigan State, and Antoinette has, like, the most can-do attitude. She just is an optimist all the time and just believes that anything can happen, and I guess that rubbed off on me, so I took some tumbling lessons, and um, I finally made the team my junior year the last girl to make the cut (laughs) but it was so much fun I was so excited to be on the team and um, I did the five-year plan like Marcy so I was on white squad for my first two years and got to be on the green squad my senior year I finally pulled out that back tuck a couple of times when it was important (laughs) important enough to make the green squad so 
And then went on to, after graduation, moved to Chicago and coached at Northwestern University, actually with Marcy. I wanted to be a high school teacher. I coached at high schools uh, in Chicago and here in Detroit as well. Wow. I absolutely love that. That definitely sounds tough coming back after kicking someone, but uh, it seems like it worked out, right? <laughs> yep. Sorry, Scott. I did Scott. the same thing, Jenny Rose. I kicked someone at tryouts too. James, in the yep. face. <laughs> but it's it's okay <laughs> it worked out for you and then of course we did not forget about you Chrissy Spar. so tell us about yourself hi I'm Chrissy um, similar to these girls I did dance and gymnastics in elementary I cheered in junior high um, and made the team and then I cheered in high school in high school we won um, state finals it was actually broken up when I cheered for MCCA and MHSA. So we won the MCCA state finals my senior year at Utica High School. And also in high school, I was on the Cheer Michigan All-Star team my junior and senior year. So really two cheerleading teams. I would do high school and then go to All-Star practice. And we did nationals and went to Florida to compete in high school with that. I missed the Michigan State trout. I wasn't planning to cheer. It's usually still in your senior year of high school, but then they had a second tryout in the fall my freshman year. So I made the team. I was on white squad for a year. Then I was on green squad for the next three years and captain my senior year. Competed in two nationals when I was on the team and we were made finals or semifinals and finals. We made finals my sophomore year and we were 12th in the nation at UCA nationals. And then I went on similar to a few of these girls and did pistons for five years after I cheered at state and I was captain those years, and I also met my husband at Michigan State, and we cheered together at Michigan State and at Pistons for five years, and we've been married. It'll be 15 years this year. Oh, that's so adorable. Congratulations. I love that's how you two met, and you know, thank you to everyone for joining us. But anyways, we are really excited to have you guys on, and it sounds like everyone's going to be bringing their own unique perspective to the table. So Antoinette, these are all your girlfriends, so I'll let you get started with the questions. Yes. Thank you so much for being here, girls. I'm so excited to have everyone hear your perspective from cheerleading, and I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. So let's talk about your experience with making the MSU team. I know a couple of you alluded to it already. I know Marcy talked about how she didn't make it her first year. Jenny Rose talked about, you know, kicking someone and coming back. So if everyone just kind of wants to try to go back in time and remember that year that you made the team, what was that like? For me, for Stephanie DeMarco, I actually, you know, when I, I didn't know how to partner stunt because it's completely different from high school cheerleading, you know, when cheerleading in high school, you're stunting with girls and just the, the way you stunt is completely different. So to go on to stunting with, with guys and do partner stunning, it's completely different. So, you know, with, during the tryout process, you learn how to partner stunt but I got partnered with a guy who was not very good. And I struggled during the tryouts just to even do a chair. And I was very nervous that I wouldn't make the team, but I had tumbling skills as well. And I think I had determination. And I think the coach also knew that, you know, the guy that I was partnered with was, was not the best person. And so I ended up making the team, which was a, a shock. But um, I think the tumbling skills that I had, definitely helped me out. Yeah. So similar to Stephanie, I'm like 99.9% sure that my tumbling was what got me on the team. I was not a strong partner stunter. I 
am not like a lot of these girls, like I'm not nearly as like bubbly and I don't have that baseline like cheerleader personality. <laughs> so, so it really was, I think, just the gymnastics and like the, the core tumbling skills that I had that sort of saved me. And then that first year, it was sort of terrifying for me. I was the only one from my high school, which I think is like a lot of girls but I went in sort of by myself, totally blind, just sort of like on a whim. And when I saw my name on the little computer screen after the tryouts, I was so, so excited. Yeah, that was the best. This is Marcy. So my experience is actually quite opposite of that. My tumbling was terrible, is terrible. I thankfully had a back tuck and that was one of the key points. I was definitely a much better dunter than I was a tumbler. Um, so that was that was a sticking point for me. And that was one thing that I had to focus on. But I think it's just opposite of them. I focused on perfecting my tumbling and then kind of improving my stunting. But it was definitely different coming in from an all girls cheerleading team and going to a co-ed stunting team. Like Stephanie said, she had never co-ed stunted. I had never co-ed stunted either. And it was really cool to learn to stunt with just one single guy and overall be on a team with guys and not just girls. So like Ashley said, once we kind of, I saw my name on the screen and made the team, it was awesome. Great feeling and definitely rewarding. JR. (laughs) Stephanie and Ashley talked about how their skills that they had were their tumbling skills. And yeah, I would say I had zero skills. I had nothing. So um, I didn't come in as a freshman. I think that that was an advantage for me. I knew a lot of the people who were already on the team. Antoinette obviously inspired me to try out. And um, I went in blind as with roommates in college. And I just happened to get matched up with a girl who was on the dance team at Michigan State. So, you know, she knew a lot of people too. So I was able to get, I think, like a lot of extra practice. Like people would stay after practice to help me so I could learn how to stunt. Because in high school, we didn't stunt or tumble. Like I literally had like I can smile and I can keep rhythm. That's like pretty much what I had going for me. (laughs) So I was super terrified at tryouts. Like I said, in the introductions, uh, the first tryout I went to, I only went for one day and just like never came back. I definitely would have been way too intimidated to do what Ashley did to just walk into a tryout and not know anybody there. And you're at Michigan State. It's a huge school, big 10 cheerleading, but everyone was so supportive. It was really awesome. And the funny thing is when they posted the list, I can't remember, did, did I go by JR, Antoinette? Whatever they posted, everyone was like, oh my gosh. Oh, they, Jenny Rose. Everyone called me Jenny Rose. And when they posted it, they wrote Jenny Gibbs. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, that's so sad. Jenny Rose worked so hard. She didn't make the team. Like, who's this Jenny person? <laughs> like, so because they didn't post my name the way everyone was used to, to calling me, I think that a lot of people were like, oh, that's so sad. She's such a hard worker and she didn't make it. But for me, I think it was just about hard work and determination and having friends on the team and, and knowing people. So super grateful that I made it. I was so excited to be on the team. (laughs) Well, you definitely put in the hard work too, Jenny, because I remember you after you kicked someone (laughs) and decided not to come back. I mean, you you went to a gymnastics center, you would Mm -hmm. come to all of our open gyms, you would come to the gym whenever we had, you know, people that would stay after to practice. So even though you came with very little skills or very, you know, a small amount of cheerleading experience from high school, you definitely put in the work. Yeah, I would ride the bus 
you guys down, oh my gosh, what's, I can't even remember the name of the street, the main street, Green River. River. I would get on the bus at Green River and take the bus to Red Cedar Gymnastics and just do my private tumbling lessons by myself. And then I would go to open gyms with all these little girls, you guys at Red Cedar Gymnastics and the little girls would come up to me. I was literally just trying to learn how to do a back handspring. Like I had nothing. And this little girl came up to me and she goes, it would work better if you kept your arms straight. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Thank you for that little tidbit. <laughs> Jenny Rose. Hard work pays off, guys. <laughs> I think you underestimate your skills and abilities. In like over a year where most of us were stunting and tumbling for multiple years, almost a decade before. So this is Chrissy. My experience, I remember walking into as a freshman, um, my tryout at Michigan State, and it was very intimidating. That was the word that I remember or how I felt because it's completely different than high school when I was used to an all-girl team and you see people that are, you know, four to five to six years older than you and obviously co-ed, so male and female. So it is very, it was an intimidating feeling for sure. You have a few days of, you know, clinics and tryouts or a few days of clinics to learn the skills, the band chants, the fight song, and then you have to perform it at the end. And like a few other girls said, I did not know how to co-ed stunt either. Looking back now, if I were to give anyone advice, I would say they have a lot of, in high school, they have a lot of clinics that you can go to to actually learn to co-ed stunt. So if you are ever thinking about it, I would 100% do these clinics because like a lot of us, I could tumble and I had a back tuck and I could pick up motions and that type of thing. But that was a huge skill set to learn. And luckily they saw potential in all of us, because I, I mean, wasn't great at the beginning, and you, you were happy to get toss hands, which now to even make a college team, they want extremely harder stunts, you know, toss, heel stretch, full downs, and that type of thing. So I guess that would be my advice if I were to go back or even tell my younger self, you know, if I was even at all remotely interested to start doing those clinics earlier or gymnastics clinics or whatever you need to do, if it's something that you even want to possibly entertain. But I was, like I said, I think fortunate enough that there was saw potential. And so I did make the team as well. But I think it, that was the hardest part is kind of learning that so quickly because I felt so behind in co-ed stunting. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I was trying out or looking to try out. I struggled to find information on the team at all. Like I didn't even, I knew who the coach was, but I couldn't get a hold of her. Like, do I go to Jenison? And it was just really hard. Their website was outdated. And I just feel like there's definitely a lot more opportunity with social media, with the team, the current teams being having a social media page and just easier access for all of that material for for kids to take advantage of. Competitive cheer is always about good sportsmanship. It's a motto the MHSAA wants to reinforce across all sports. Listen to this. Sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. Let's all work together to not only be good sports, but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Cheer, where we are interviewing five former Michigan State cheerleaders who cheered with our co-host, Antoinette. So let's get to it. All right. Thanks, girls. So let's talk about everyone's 
toughest skill? So I, we kind of heard from everyone a little bit. Sounds like we're kind of split in half, whether it's tumbling or stunting. If you listen to any of the other podcasts that I've done, for me, you know, it was definitely tumbling. That back talk was like the bane of my existence. So if we want to open it up and just kind of explain to people what you think was the toughest thing for you to master, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, I can start. So yeah, like I mentioned before, tumbling was tough for me. I will never forget. It's I had a tuck randomly. My handspring, not great. Tumbling, not great. Handspring tuck. Oh, that was the hard one. And doing it on the spring floor versus the gym floor was much different too. And coach would always make us do it on the regular gym floor. And it was just so nerve wracking and mentally hard. And I remember, (laughs) I remember in a routine, we put in handspring tucks and I was so nervous. And one of, one of the white squad girls said something like, well, just don't throw your tuck. Just like, pretend or something. And an assistant coach heard her say that. And he was like, that's why she'll never be on green. That's not how we want to think. And I don't, I I know that sounds kind of awful, but like, that's not how I want to think. I don't want to do that. I want to be on green for good. You know, like I want to keep my place. I was like, no way I'm throwing it and, and got out there, hit it and then stuck it. And it was such a good feeling. And like, just something that I feel strongly about like determination and keeping going and stuff like that. I just felt like that was definitely a key moment that I'll always remember. So in direct contrast to Marcy, this is Ashley, sorry. Tumbling, I guess, again, was was perfectly fine for me, but moving from, I think as Marcy mentioned before, going from an all girl style of stunting to co-ed one-on-one, the way that you have to control your body is completely different. So when on, when you're on an all-girls team, like you're responsible for your own sort of balance. And so you're balancing yourself on this like bigger platform. And then when you're just on two hands with one guy, like your entire job is just to pull your whole body up and they'll like move around you, which is like a really, it was a really difficult concept for me to grasp. I am a control freak and having someone else sort of control where my body is going to go is not really my jam. So, so that was something that I really had to overcome in like my first year or two of, of being on the team. For me, um, the, this is Stephanie DeMarco. So we had to learn how to do basket tosses and flipping in basket tosses. And, you know, for me, I was a gymnast and doing a back tuck was not so bad, but I had to learn, you know, how to do a layout and then a layout kick and then a layout kick full. I think you just get in your head when you're trying to do these skills up in the air. It's not that I couldn't do it, but, you know, in my head, I was thinking like, oh, my God, I'm going to fall or I'm going to hurt somebody or they're not going to catch me. But you just have to, like, you know, get past the mind games and, and just throw the skill. But I think for me, the basket tosses and having to master the kick full was very difficult for me because then you move on to doing you know fulls and double fulls and and I do remember one time um for for nationals they wanted me to do a double full and I just could not get it I 
every time I would, you know, flip and then twist, or I would come down spinning and I'd kick the guys and knock them all out. And you just have to keep working at it and until you can get the skill because you do it in the air. You don't, we didn't have like any kind of other training. Like we weren't connected to anything to do it. You just have to kind of throw and go for it. So you, you definitely have to have guts. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with Stephanie in regards to whatever your skill was. It was usually a mental issue. Like we were all like, we were all at peak physical fitness levels. Like we all were flexible. We all, I mean, at a collegiate level, if you don't have some kind of athleticism, you're definitely not on the team. So I think that certainly all of our struggles were mental. I, mine was the talk. <laughs> it was the talk. That's, it just didn't make sense to me. How can you just stand there and jump and flip your whole body over and land on your feet without touching the ground? It just does not make sense. Even when I'm watching it happen now, and even though I've done it, it's, I don't get it. I used to like be so mad, like Antonella, like, why do we have to do this? Like, this is so crazy. Why do we have to do this? But definitely totally mental. And for me, I think I probably never would have had the I never would have tried like so many people on the team helped me so much like spotting me and encouraging me and saying you've got this and you know girls spotting me guys spotting me people staying after private tumbling lessons we ended up getting a new coach actually my my fifth year and I think that that level of discomfort like oh my gosh here comes a new coach like I'm never going to be on green squad if I don't throw this tuck and um you know, it was the first practice, the new coach's first practice. And I just, I just threw it and I landed it and I had it for like, as long as I, I always said, if I got my back talk, I would do one every single day for the rest of my life and never lose it because I worked so hard to get it. But of course, you know, I actually lost it before the season was even over. Like I got in my head and we went to, what is that called? The tournament, the tournament? NCAA tournament. tournament. Yeah, the hat. (laughs) And um, they wanted to go out and do talks or handspring talks or something. And so at the tournament, they were starting to like, pull back on stuff they were already starting to put in some of the restrictions that are in place now so you know now you can't do like a one-arm stunt on the hardwood without a spot and all this stuff and that had just started and I was like it's okay you guys I'm gonna go out there and throw the tuck and everyone was like no if you do not land this tuck like it's gonna look so bad so anyway this is Chrissy my um the hardest skill I had to learn it was very it's similar to what Stephanie said it was baskets basket tosses so in high school it's all girl. And so, and you, and you can't flip. So they throw you up and you do a toe touch and they catch you. But I think it's a whole nother, as many people said, um, a mental game with yourself when they actually throw you up and you have to completely trust them. And then you have to flip or do the trick in the air to do a back tuck or to do a full or a kick full. So that was the hardest thing for me to learn because to be able to execute that trick, you have to be able to, again, trust them completely to go absolutely straight up in the air. So you're not flying backwards and they're running to catch you. So again, that was the hardest for me, I guess, to over, to overcome. It, it just takes a lot of practice and a lot of trust. I, um, just so you guys know, I've never, I've never been a cheerleader. So hearing all of that, that does sound like you guys had to overcome a lot. And what was really interesting, which I think came from you, Chrissy, when we were talking earlier about your experiences that you were just using the keyword potential that the coaches could see that you all had potential when you were coming in, even if you didn't necessarily have all the required skill sets. So really quickly, just anyone who wants to chime in, even you, Antoinette, how did you showcase that you had that potential and ability to move forward and become a better athlete? So a lot of it, this is Chrissy real quick. I think to show your potential, it's just, you really had to be able to try. And if you didn't have a skill show that you were willing to put in the effort. I know a lot of people talked about how JR would, be spotted, get private tumbling. Um, you have to show that you, even if you don't have it, it be it at a back tuck or a basket, ask how you can improve. 
you know, there's ropes for baskets where they literally put you in a harness and pull you up on a rope. So you do the trick without learning to do that. And then you have to do it without that. So there's a lot of different ways, but it's, um, I think getting mentally over it and showing that you have potential and you want to succeed and kind of do whatever it takes. Cause we are, you know, any high school or college athlete, I mean, we are in very good shape and, you know, um, very athletic, but it's, it's getting all those skills perfected, which is the hard part. Staying after practice, coming early, extra, getting that extra practice. You, you can tell, you can see those that want to excel and those that want to improve. It's just putting in the extra effort to, to do so. And then continuing to do it at practice and, and be there and show up and not just walk through the motions type thing. Yeah, this is Antoinette. I agree with what both Chrissy and, and Marcy said as well. It's, it's basically just showing up. And like they said, you can tell who's there, who's staying after, who's putting in the effort. And I would say everybody on this Zoom call right now, I remember when I made the green squad. So I did not make it my freshman year or my sophomore year. I didn't make it till my junior year. And so those first two years, I was doing all of those things. I was staying after. I was being put in the in the ropes. I was having anyone I could find spot me to do back talks. I was laying on my head and getting up and doing it again and doing it again. And I remember when I finally made the team at the beginning of my junior year, every person on this call like ran up to me and gave me a hug. And you know, everyone was like, I'm so excited. Ashley and I both made it at the same time. I think Steph made it the year before both of us. Chrissy and Marcy were already on Green Squad. Jenny Rose, I believe you were on the team. I think you made it that year too. That was and the first year I made it, yeah. It was the first year you made it, yeah. So everyone was just so excited. So also having, you know, your teammates have your back, I think makes a really big difference too, having all these people supporting you and cheering you on. Yeah, I think it's just like a passion too. Like if you don't have the passion for what you're doing when you're at the collegiate level in any sport, uh, you're just going to quit <laughs> because there's so much time involved, so many hours, practices, games, volleyball, basketball, football. Like we had to go to soccer games. Do you guys remember that in baseball games? And I mean, it's everything. I, yep. All the time. I mean, you have to be balancing that with your studies. Um, a lot of us had jobs and internships. Like if, if you don't have that passion, you definitely wouldn't make it. For sure. And to Jenny's point, like that passion, like even just for you, like it, it shows up in everything that you do and the kind of person that you are. And I think that that coaches and teammates and all of those other people around you can see it. And it's something that you feel right. I mean, like, I remember Jenny Rose, like, would literally just like put her body in danger, like all the time, because she was so passionate about it. She would just like (laughs) hurl her body over. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) Um, but, uh, but I mean, it was so clear, like how badly she wanted it and how, how much she was willing to work to get there. And, and that's something that it really can't be taught. You either sort of, you have it or you don't, right? Like, I mean, if you're passionate about cheerleading, if you're passionate about any sport, really, like it's, it's as everyone said, it's putting in the time and it's, and it's really, really showing the people around you how much you care about it. And doing things you don't want to do, right? Yeah, like when a coach asks you to do something, even if it's like going to an event. Well, it's also, and we talked about this, Jenna and I talked about this with some of the other coaches and people that we've already interviewed is there, there's a lot that goes into cheerleading on top of it, you're expected to be an ambassador for the school. So of course you have to have all of these skills that we've just talked about and put in the extra time, but then you also have to be a representative for Michigan state. So I think that's what everyone's talking about too, is that, you know, whoever said it, I think maybe Jenny Rose, you're going to weed yourself out if you're not going to show up. 
So you need to, you need to be there for everything and you need to put in the extra work and the extra time. Otherwise it's just, it's not going to work for you. Yeah. You're definitely a role model. I mean, when you walk around football games or basketball or even um, walk around the tailgates before football would start. I mean, there's little kids that would run up to you and want to take your pictures with you. And so you are a role model. And as Antoinette said, uh, definitely an ambassador for the whole Michigan state community. So it, it's a privilege to, to do that, but there is a lot of extra work events, functions, um, just to be a good representative along with actually getting your schooling done and going to practice and putting in extra time. Before we continue, I talked how you can recruit yourself to Lawrence Technological University. Here's more. If you're a high school athlete with the dream of playing college sports, Lawrence Technological University wants you to recruit yourself. LTU offers over two dozen varsity sports for men and women, along with several dozen world-class undergraduate programs. Athletic and academic scholarships are available in all sports, including its newest additions, competitive cheer and dance, e-sports, women's hockey, and men's and women's track and field. Visit LTUathletics.com and recruit yourself. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Cheer. We are currently joined by five Michigan State alumni cheerleaders. I love how involved you guys were in the community. I think that's really exciting when you look at your team and what you were able to provide. And Chrissy, staying with you, I think on the Zoom call, you stayed with the, like for those who cheered for the Pistons, you stayed there the longest for five years? I did. Stephanie and Antoinette and Marcy, I think were all there as well. It was our first year that they did start. It was called the workforce. It was the cheer team for the Pistons. They've always had auto motion, which was the dance team. And the Detroit Pistons were very good that year. So they did go to the NBA finals and went to a game seven. So it was pretty exciting time to be able to be at such um, a high profile game and cheer in uh, at the final game of uh, NBA playoffs. So that was, we had a lot of really great experiences with that. And then I did stay with it for a, four more years. So I was, um, it was five years total that we were on that. No, that sounds really exciting. And then it's cool that you guys are able to have that opportunity moving forward after college. And I know a few of you have actually coached, you know, after you had that experience in college. So can you kind of tell us about how you've seen the sport itself evolve and just that perspective of being a coach and building those relationships with your athletes? I can jump in on that. So Jenny Rose and I coached together at Northwestern. And I do have to be honest, it was a much different experience than it was at Michigan State. At Michigan State, we we were there because like we just talked about, we all had passion and we loved it and we felt very honored and like lucky to be there. And I feel like Northwestern, and, and I feel like it kind of fluctuates as far as like athletics and, and whatnot at Northwestern and different colleges. But when we were there, it's a higher education school and you go to Northwestern for education and, and maybe not so much athletics. So the, the kids on the team were doing cheerleading because it was an extracurricular activity, something else to put on the resume or something, you know? And so the passion wasn't there. And I'm just like, you know, they were maybe late or just complained a lot. And it was just so different. It was, it was a, it was a struggle for sure. And, and very different. I also, I just started coaching seventh grade cheerleaders and my stepdaughter is a cheerleader too. And, and that's much different. They are passionate. That's their first time being cheerleaders and they're super fun to coach. And 
super fun to be with and they want to be better. They, I, I think I, I tried to cancel practice one Friday cause I'm like, you girls did so good. We deserve a break. We're going to take Friday off. And they're like, oh, no, we need this. We can't cancel practice. And I was like, okay, we won't then. And it's just, it's super fun. I love still being involved and I hope to continue to do so after uh, this whole pandemic situation. Yeah, I guess like Marcy said, it is a little bit different at every school. So whatever school, if, if there are high school kids out there who are wanting to cheer in college, you definitely need to do your research at the schools you're looking at because it's, it's a different experience no matter where you go. Northwestern is actually now an all-girl squad. So it's a little bit different than, yeah, they went to all-girl, I think, as soon as we stopped coaching, uh, Marcy, as soon as Anthony stopped coaching, they got a new coach. And she was a super, I mean, she's a super strong all-girl coach. She was coaching high school in the area and they're an all-girl team now. So you just have to make sure that you do research and that you're going to the kind of school that has the kind of sports that you want to, you want to (laughs) do. I think too, I mean, like Marcy said, the athletics at Northwestern went up and down a lot, like to cheer at Michigan state, we know we're going to have a strong basketball team. You know, maybe our football team goes back and forth, but they're going to be competitive. It's still going to be a fun game to attend. Um, Not every college has a, a crowd like Michigan state does. It can be harder to get that spirit inside of yourself when you don't have the crowd cheering along with you. But I felt honored to be able to coach at Northwestern and also honored to be able to coach in high school. I um, coached in Chicago public schools for four years. Um, The school that I was teaching at didn't have a team. I started a team and it was, it's just so fun to have, to see the kids like getting involved in something when they're younger like that in high school. And maybe it is their first experience with cheerleading and being able to teach some of those basics. It's just, it's crazy when you've been doing it for so long, you just take certain things for granted. Like, what do you mean you don't know what a T is or a high V or just like basic motions getting to teach those things is really fun. And then I did coach MHSAA cheerleading at um, in Detroit as well for a couple of years I did middle school and high school and Michigan cheerleading you guys is so different than everywhere else I was nothing I had no idea my first I was so excited to start coaching my first little middle school team didn't do my research went out and bought a cut of music did all this stuff I had no idea that the high school cheerleading and MHSAA doesn't use music I had I didn't know about the rounds I didn't know anything so I got to learn a lot my first year coaching it's very cool though. Now that I get it, I totally understand the process and such a high level. I have so much respect for people who are cheering in high school in Michigan, all of you girls who did it. I mean, it's just so competitive. It's so different. Yeah. The skill level is, is crazy these days. It is. And Michigan definitely has their own unique style of cheerleading. Let's move on to another question. So we've talked a lot about all of our different skills through cheerleading and you know, some fun we had. Can anyone tell us their favorite cheerleading memory? It can come from high school, all-star, Michigan State, Pistons. I can start. So this is Chrissy. My favorite memory was, it was making finals at UCA Nationals. So when we wanted to go to National State, um, some schools, some college schools compete at Nationals every year. Michigan State um, has not competed every single year at nationals. So when we decided we wanted to go, you put in a lot of work over Christmas break. You don't even go home. You practice two a day. So you're practicing in the morning and at night, two full practices a day. Then we, Michigan state does have a good football team. So we made a bowl game that year. We traveled to California, cheered at the bowl game practice kind of all throughout the new year. And then in the beginning of January, we went to down to Orlando and Disney world and we competed in nationals. So we had not made finals before that. And 
just we it's it's a lot of hard work it's blood sweat and tears I've, i'm sure a lot of people have used that before but i remember being in that huddle and we were all in a circle and we were holding hands and they were announcing the places who made it to the next round to make finals to compete the next day and just when they actually said our name i still have the video and i'll look at it but i everyone our parents were there our siblings our team and everyone just was jumping up and down and shrieking and screaming. And we were probably the most excited team because a lot of these other teams make it every year and it was, they were expected to make it. And to us, it was just something new and we were really so absolutely thrilled. I just remember that feeling in that moment. And then we did get to compete the next day and we were 12th in the nation that year. And it was just, that was my moment. I remember. I think for me, um, my favorite memory of cheerleading is cheering the basketball games and traveling for all the tournament games. Just watching our basketball, Michigan State basketball is just, a, you know, in general, it's, it's exciting to watch and being on the sidelines and be able to cheer for them and, and travel with them to the different tournaments and different locations, you know, to Florida or San Antonio or wherever you go is, is just so much fun. And it, it was great, you know, a lot of memories with friends and Antoinette and I actually got to travel to Hawaii together for, to watch the football team and cheer for the football team. And that was just an experience, like a fun experience for both of us and something that I will never forget. I want to go back so bad, you guys. (laughs) For me, um, this is Marcy. I definitely, my most favorite memory is football games. And when the pregame of, of the game and Thunderstruck, when They always play Thunderstruck. The crowd is going crazy. We're leading them in go green, go white. And when it just Thunderstruck and the team comes out and we're we're either tumbling them on or cheering them, it's just love it. Literally brings tears to my eyes. (laughs) I miss it. So I'll actually dial it way back. This is actually <laughs> into my high school career. Um, my freshman year, the for football season, I was on the JV team, and during football season was the only time that we would ever compete against like Rochester High School. And I don't know if any of you girls remember or if it's even still the same, but Rochester High School was the epitome of Michigan cheerleading, and they always won. They always got first place, and the only time we would compete is during football season because we were in MCCA and they were MHSAA at that time. So we competed on the against the JV team and we did probably the best routine that we have ever done. And they stumbled a little bit and we ended up winning and beating Rochester High School that one time in that one random nothing competition. And you would have thought that we won the World Series. <laughs> we were losing our minds. We were running around. I was like, I think I was like running laps around the mat. Like it was crazy. Um, and and by far that was probably like what sticks out in my mind is like one like shining cheerleading moment for me. I'll go really quickly. Mine was just when we had those games that were not at Michigan State, but that were like at the um, Palace or on Ford Field. We would have these big competitive basketball games because our basketball team was so good you know it would be like Kentucky would come and we'd play you know we'd play them at Ford Field but mine was we were at the Palace at Auburn Hills and this was like at the peak of when I could do my back tuck and we did a tuck line and it was just so easy for me and I stuck it and I just felt like I actually deserved to be there for five minutes so that for me is a memory that that I keep close to my heart. 
I mean, it's so great that even now, like during your daily lives, you can go back and look back on those memories and still have like that same amount of excitement and be able to reflect. And something just when we talk about reflection, there are a lot of girls who are looking to compete at the collegiate level. If you could just give a single line of advice or something you wish you knew back in the day, what would you be telling these young athletes aspiring to cheer at the collegiate level? I would say um, practice, you know, get into those clinics and make sure you do learn how to partner stunt because I think that's the biggest difference. You know, tumbling skills can come in from high school. You, you definitely need to have some back handsprings or in a back tuck to make the collegiate level. So I think, you know, if you have those skills, you definitely need to get in to those clinics to start learning how to partner stunt. And, you know, hard work and determination is what, what you need. I think piggybacking on that is take advantage of um, the social media and try to find out any clinics, reach out to any people personally, get some, I mean, see if anybody wants to stunt. I mean, the team, the current team, they love it. We always loved it. So when people reached out, I know our guys were super helpful and because it made them stronger. So don't be shy and just go for it. Yeah, and just sort of like echoing something that Jenny Rose said earlier, like do your research, really like figure out what kind of team that you might want to be on and and research what schools might have that option for you. Maybe, you know, Michigan State was the right school for me for a myriad of reasons. Cheerleading was just sort of an icing on the cake thing for me and it worked out really great. But if cheerleading is what you want to do and that's like sort of your core where you want to go, like really do your research and figure out what the teams require and, and and start working towards that as early as you can. Yeah, absolutely. Just echoing what these girls said, do your research. If cheering's your passion, <laughs> then just continue to work hard, put in practice, find clinics, follow teams on social media, do kind of everything you can to learn and to be involved and to see really where you want to go. And that is, and watch Bring It On. That's what Stephanie said, but, <laughs> but no. <laughs> But seriously, just if, if cheering's your passion, just continue to just strive to do whatever you can to make that kind of your dream and follow that. Yeah, same, just never give up. I guess that's how I knew that ice skating wasn't my passion. I did it for a long time in my life. And to the fact that I came all the way to Michigan State, went there and didn't make the team and just kind of gave up, that's not actually really natural for my personality. But I, I was able to really invest in cheerleading. So, you know, I guess that was a, a a stronger passion for me. So follow your passion. Don't give up. If you don't make it the first year, try out again. Yeah, exactly. Girls, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk about Michigan State cheerleading and some other things you've done on your cheerleading journey. So we have awesome memories together and I really appreciate the time. Thanks, Antoinette. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, girls. I miss you.